All right, Scott Ritchie, as you know, is an AP Top 25 voter, has been for a number of years. His ballot is due in early November. Not only is his ballot due, so is his All-American team. So here's what we need to know. How well is Illinois represented on both? Definitely in the top ten as a team. And I would assume I think has to be a preseason All-American. Hey, that's good news from old Richie. He'll explain his thinking. He'll talk recruiting. And he'll complain about Illinois' game time for its football opener in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. It's a great Monday. Not only are we talking college basketball, we'll talk college football, but we're enjoying our Casey's Pizza, too, here at the podcast booth. Mm. That's, a, that's a lie. Mm. Sausage and pepperoni, my favorite. I had a reminder that someone in this podcast booth owed me mm. a Casey's Pizza. Mm. I don't remember what for. I'll have to go back and listen to some of those pods, but I haven't gotten it. I'll just throw that out mm. there. Large pizza, a seven ninety nine special sausage pizza at Casey's this week. What about that new logo? Was one of the questions that uh, our veteran listener Paul asked. Um, full disclosure: uh, Paul's a longtime listener, also longtime friend. Okay, uh, but uh, trash. I hate the new logo. You're re- really, uh, Ben Zignerman, our business writer, wrote about it in this weekend's News Gazette. I hope Scott Rich had a chance to read that. I mean, they got rid of the general store. From the logo, it's just Casey's, okay. and it, it's like it's not even a good Casey's logo. I mean, it's bad. Wow, the Eureka in you is coming out for sure again. That's one case where I can agree with what you're saying. I like the new logo actually. Casey's is now my favorite pizza place. Ed Bond too. Look, shaking the head, our producer. Except I live in Champaign. I have to go ten miles in any direction to find one. I was say uh, I have to go further. This is why I don't get Casey's because it would be cold by the time I got home. All right. We got plenty to talk about this edition of Inside Illini Basketball episode. 120. All right. Love it. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News. Scott Ritchie is also our football writer. He was told today, 7 o'clock Friday night game at Wisconsin. I like the 7 o'clock Friday night. That's a finally Friday night football here in the central Illinois. No, thank you. Don't you can't. How dare you complain about any deadlines? Because in, in today's media, there are no deadlines. 
I will remember to bring that up on Friday, October 23rd, when I'm expected to write on deadline. That's for our print edition, yeah. which is well, see, still... like, I mean, you know, like fans, whatever, they can't go, so it can be played at any time. Play at noon on Friday. People will take off work, I'm sure. Wow, grumpy Scott Ritchie. I was not ready to start my Monday with news that Illinois was going to be playing a 7 p.m. Friday night football game. You won't even have to write that deadline stuff. I guarantee you right now, as the one who kind of signs your checks, you're off the hook. I just need you to write a lot afterward. All right? Don't worry about the outcome. Don't worry about making print. We're good. Okay. Uh, you're off the hook. This Col- is being recorded, so I'm going Colin to play Colin is going to handle that. You know what? Like so many media today, they just watch from your couch. That's what bums me out about this whole doggone pandemic. It takes the the benefit of being a media member out. I mean, it's still good to be there, in my opinion. Cause no, yes. I will be able to see more at Camp Randall than if I was watching from my couch in Savoy of the game happening at Camp Randall. Because TV doesn't show everything. So I, I will see when some player goes into the injury tent on the sideline because they don't show that on TV. Mm-hmm. I'll see things that are happening on the sideline because you never, I mean, except for like quick camera pans of the sideline, you don't see what's happening. There. Correct. So being there has an advantage. I just wish it was an 11 a.m. kickoff on any day of the week. Again, it takes... Uh, you out of the equation. Don't worry about that. We got you covered, Scott. Stay cheered. All right, here's what I'll miss. You won't, like, lovey glaring at you when you ask a tough question. Because well, you can't he, do it over the computer. I mean, he can still glare, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, but it just doesn't feel the same. Loses the tension, the, the, the yeah. tension is lost. When I'm in some post-game media rooms on the road, literally, like, maybe 10 inches from Lovey Smith because they're, they're smaller rooms mm-hmm. than... Than normal, uh, especially at Purdue. Why is really that? Is that closet. part of the the intimidation factor? I remember Illinois' uh, visiting locker room for footballs is awful. It was much more awful back in the day. It was tiny. It was a closet. It was. I mean, I've meant that way. Covered the road post game at Memorial Stadium for when my alma mater was playing Illinois. Uh, you graduated. I did. In fact. Just in three and a half years, even from EIU, proud proud grad. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, there weren't a lot of us, which helped because it was not a very big space for myself and maybe like two other people and Bob Spoo. I think it's it's on purpose. I mean, Iowa's football locker rooms are pink, like which that's an outdated. Oh, you're not manly because you got ready in a pink locker room, which <laughs> that's just stupid, Iowa. But it's part of the deal. Like, you don't want road teams to feel comfortable hmm. in any way, shape, or form. So right. you jam them into the locker room. road reporters. Yeah, apparently. even road reporters. But I'm pretty comfortable pretty much anywhere. All right. Of course, all those very small road locker rooms, uh, things are changing this year because you literally have to provide more space because of right. the pandemic. Illinois will get the west side of Camp Randall, I understand. The entire west side. Well, there's not going to be anybody Randall. else there, so I mean, might as well. I just know, like at Illinois, there's that garage that sort of leads into where the equipment buses and team buses mm-hmm. park. There's going to be like overflow road locker room there. It's going to be cold. 
By December, yeah, that could be a chilly. An unfortunate <laughs> place to have to be. Hey, hey, Gophers. Yeah, maybe you should get you ready. Gotta dress outside. Get ready at the hotel, and come fully yeah. prepared. Uh, it's it's going to be strange for sure. All right, Friday night, seven o'clock, October twenty third. Is that right? Do I have that right? Yeah, the okay. very first game of the Illinois rolls. revised revised Big Ten schedule. All right, Illinois rolls. Maybe I mean they. Obviously beat Wisconsin last year mm-hmm. on a game-winning field goal from James McCourt. Um, took a lot for that to happen. Uh, a Devin Witherspoon shoestring tackle that saved the touchdown. Tony Adams interception. And then obviously McCourt coming through on you know, the biggest kick of his life, perhaps. At least hindsight being what it is. Wisconsin uh, led into that game ranked. They're number 16 now, having obviously not played any games. I don't expect them to drop out for any reason. Only question, of course, uh, who is their not normal starting quarterback going to hand the ball off to? Right. Graham Graham Mertz will play for Jack Cohen, but uh, Graham Mertz pretty well hyped coming out of high school. Highest rated quarterback Wisconsin's ever recruited and landed so uh, the challenge remains like the Badgers aren't going to roll over I mean so uh, we'll see it'll be I don't think it's going to be a blowout maybe either way okay Scott Ritchie will be there on hand uh, a select few reporters will also be there uh, Ed Bond uh, tells me the radio team will probably broadcast from Camp Randall you've seen other Sports broadcast from the home, staying home and just calling, calling the action off several different feeds. Yeah, man, Major League challenge. Baseball. That was yeah, definitely something that happened. And I know just from talking with a couple of our radio colleagues, Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, that like Ohio State football, their radio crew is going to call every game from the horseshoe. They're, All right. they're not traveling. Hey, uh, speaking of Memorial Stadium, let's make the transition to basketball now because last time I did check. This was inside Illini basketball. All right, so stop talking football so much, Richie. What? Here's the thing. You asked me about football. Self-fulfilling prophecy. In Memorial Stadium on the east side, as you saw on your Sunday News Gazette, are basketball standards. How cool is that? It's for the fans when they get to return to shoot some Jays, right? Well, I I sort of doubt it. And also, there's not going to be any fans in there. Until next fall, I guess. It's crazy to think. Um, what I understand, they were those basketball standards were placed in Memorial Stadium for some basketball players that maybe couldn't get past the very strict protocols at Oban and still need to get some shots up. It's a great place. Good flat service, a little hard maybe on the knees. Yeah. Um, a little dark. I mean, even though they turn the lights on, it's not. Right. So you will hone your shooting eye by, you know, practicing. I love it. Go in there, ch- check it out. If you if you're on campus, stadium's usually open. Swing in there, bring a ball, shoot. I haven't some. been no on three campus. point lines there. Well, you work on your your mid range game. It's not dead, by the it way. It reminded me, and this will hit home for you, Scott Ritchie, of shooting in a barn. I do have experience of playing basketball in a barn. As someone who grew up in a huge city, Fort Wayne, Indiana, I had relatives with barns. With hoops in the loft. I'm a proud barn shooter. And I think it has, like, if you're not playing in the loft, you're not playing in a barn. Right. It's great. Smell of hay. 
I mean, it's. I think everyone should do it. At least the once. idea of falling through dead wood, <laughs> down a level. Yeah, I, thankfully uh, the barn I played in was solid. Yeah, you know, there there weren't any you know maybe loose planks where you know, that step back three puts you down a floor. Anyway, take a look at it. Uh, Richie wrote about it in Sunday's paper. Not only did he have a full page of college basketball extra, which we'll get to, but he had an A one story. Kind of touching on the challenges of not only the basketball team, but the the rebounders club, right? They're out of luck. This was the year they'd have overflow crowds of 300 at the Hilton Garden Inn. No such luck. The Orange Crush, you know, this was the year to to join and get a seat for the home game against Arizona. No such luck. Yeah, and there's some planning going on to maybe hold some virtual events, you know, both with the rebounders and the orange crush, but again, they can't actually schedule any of those until there is a basketball schedule. Oh, that's right. There isn't one yet. There isn't one. And you've been asking me when there will be a schedule. And I gave you an honest answer of don't ask me. I don't know. No one knows. So I asked Brad Underwood last week and his very, direct response was for the question of when will you have a schedule was no clue and it's interesting because they're going to start practice in two days wednesday october 14th is can you can start practice and they will do so unless things change in the next 72 hours without a schedule in place that's all right is it because right. you, you yeah have, is that are you worried about your schedule? I, you know the games are going to start on Thanksgiving, right? So you don't day before, right? You know, get, I just get over I, it. I like to plan. You're a little uptight I, I, today. I like to what this whole seven p.m. You're uptight thing. With Monday, seven months into a pandemic, it's rough. But no, I just I would like to know who Illinois is playing because I'm curious. Like Illinois fans are curious. Like, okay, it's not going to be Arizona at home, but who might Illinois play in the non-conference? It's always an interesting thing. All right, Paul's got a number of Casey's related questions. I'll try to intersperse them. Okay. One of them, uh, would you ever eat the hot dogs after 5 p.m.? I guess he's insinuating that they're on that rotating thing for like 10 straight hours. Or days. One, never had a Casey's (laughs) hot dog. I don't know if I've had one either. And I don't think... So, wouldn't eat them after 5 p.m. Also, wouldn't eat them before 5 p.m., pretty sure. (laughs) <laughs> is Actually, beer I'm, cheap I'm at Casey's? Sure. I've never bought beer there. Uh, I guess I have. It's, I think, in line with most right. other convenience stores. Right. Uh, no schedule, of course, for uh, basketball, but uh, practice, as Richie uh, said, is Wednesday. Anything new to that? I saw, well, the, I saw the team photo. They're all in masks. Will they be wearing masks at practice? Um, coaches and managers, uh, whoever else is involved that's not a player, have been wearing masks during, like, their workouts. Players have not been, so I would imagine that's not going to change. Um, I guess the only thing sort of new-ish as practice is set to begin is, like, they should have everybody available, which hasn't been the case here for, um... Well, I think at different times, kind of in, since the team got back on campus in, I suppose that was what, 
mid June. Um, they've had, you know, Brad Underwood is obviously not given a lot of details, but said that they've had to quarantine some some players that you know tested positive for the the coronavirus, and you know, so that they know kind of what that experience is like. And you know, his hope is that is sort of a deterrent, and like they keep their circles maybe outside of basketball rather small because I mean you look at football teams that have a number of cases and you know they can still play games as long as it's not you know totally out of control because there's I mean anywhere from including walk-ons 100 to if you're Nebraska like 150 players on the team Hmm. basketball if you get 150, <laughs> N- N- Nebraska under Scott Frost, uh, and I read about this because I was like, how, why would they have so many? Like they have really kickstarted their walk-on program and just brought in a bunch of like Nebraska walk-ons. Hasmussen's not one of those 150, is he? I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen him all that often. He doesn't have maybe. much foot speed. He's kind of weak. <laughs> um, no, but like. He is smart. The Big Ten set a limit, like on the number of tests they were going to provide for the daily tests that all the teams are now, um, you know, supposed to do. And like Nebraska had to put like twenty-five or thirty players aside. It's like, okay, you guys can't really be on the team right now, but like Nebraska is the only college football team with a taxi squad. <laughs> But anyway, like if basketball player tests positive and maybe you know contact tracing takes two more, like that's a huge that could be a huge chunk of your team. So Brad Underwood has his guys ready for the start of practice and his hope is they continue to do the right things and he always has them through the season. All right. Uh high school uh last week said if there's gonna be a basketball season in Illinois, you're probably gonna have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. While you're playing, yeah, I did see that, and I guess seems I mean awkward. But I think the high school basketball players have sort of gotten used to that a little bit because they've had to wear masks during any of their their workouts so far. Have they supposed to? Okay, Doctor Richie. I mean, that's that's their directive. I don't. I am not checking every high school team in the state to see if they're following that. Speaking of high school. Scott Ritchie, who's the next star to join Illinois? <laughs> I ask you this every week and nothing ever happens. Yeah, well, it's, of late it's been, you know, guys that are, you know, have a real shot at landing in Champaign and you know, going elsewhere. Um, and there's going to be another one of those tomorrow, Sam Ayumide, the three-star center. Uh, not picking Illinois is what you're saying? Uh, probably not. He's going to ki- commit tomorrow. That'd be Tuesday. And uh, Memphis seems to be the the going favorite. So the next commit pick, Illinois. Um, maybe Bryce Hopkins? I mean, that would be a huge get for Brad Underwood. Um, and they're certainly still in it. And, you know, saw it today. I read today. might have been posted before that. But Joe Henriksen uh, obviously writes the Cities of Redman Hoops report said that uh, a commitment from Bryce Hopkins is expected by the end of the month. So there's a semi-permanent timetable and a, I don't know, decent, okay to decent chance that maybe Illinois does get the top 35 prospect. 
the number two guy in the state of Illinois. Which, after missing out on Brandon Weston, David Jones, Jordan Nesbitt, um, Frank Kepnang, another big man in the 2021 class, committed to Oregon this weekend. Sam Iomide is probably going to commit to Memphis. Mac Etienne's not going to decide till the spring. So if Illinois could get Bryce Hopkins to sign in the fall, that would be huge. But, you know, TBD. Everything in recruiting is really kind of fluid like that. Thank you, Marcus. I didn't say 50-50, but yeah, 50-50. He either picks Illinois or he doesn't. Give me some other recruiting scoops while I'm Snapchatting. <laughs> so the, the fill time role on the podcast. Uh, Search for news-gazette on the app if you want in on the party. Okay. I mean, the number of targets in the 2021 class is dwindling. You know, Illinois has... Uh, I mean, after missing out on all of their, almost all of their wing targets, except for Luke Goody, obviously committed in April. Don't forget about him, as you know, some are want to do. But uh, it's been uh, a pivot, you know, a couple of different times, maybe to some new targets. Um, guys like you know four-star guards in the class, like Wesley Cardet, Ty uh, Ty Washington. Um, Cardot plays at West Oaks Academy, or he will, I believe, uh, in Orlando. Alma mater of Andres Felice. Well, there's some ties there. Um, his recruitment's only really maybe picking up steam, especially as other wings go off the board and you know, he remains. Uh, Washington plays at Arizona Compass Prep. A lot of West Coast teams involved in his recruitment, Illinois trying to insinuate themselves there a little bit. And you know, the latest pivot, we go back to Canada because why not? Uh, although Illinois has struck out on all of its Canadian pursuits, not only on you know, the Brett Underwood era, but you know, Dustin Ford, you know, assistant coach for John Gross, was maybe the guy in Canada, offered a lot of Canadians. Illinois never got any of them. The, the newest one, Cornell Charles, um, from Ontario, he's going to play post grad year at IMG Academy. Uh, so he's kind of the, the newest name to know, and he missed essentially all of last season with an injury. So his recruitment kind of stalled a little bit, you know, because of that. So healthy now, obviously playing at a fairly notable program. Um, we'll see what happens there. That's some names to know, as there are fewer now on Illinois board than. Than there used to be. Speaking of Fort Wayne, you're a, you're mad at one of the newspapers there. I understand. It's kind of mean of you, Scott Richard, but it, it fits your mood today. Grumpy. Well, you know, some days you have that. No, I you know reached out when okay. Luke Goody committed. It was like, hey, if you've got a photo of this new Illinois recruit, you could share it. That'd be great. Never heard back. Thankfully, um, this. Other website that covers high school sports in the Fort Wayne area got back to me immediately, offered to share their photos. Very kind. I'm very thankful. All right, you done with your you asked Dodger? Okay. Um, 
NBA Finals were last night. Yeah, Lakers won. Okay. Uh, Didn't watch As it. I predicted, yeah. Oh, what, way to go. Way to go on a limb. Yeah, well, Jimmy Butler made it a series at least. Uh, you know, uh, I didn't watch. Okay. I didn't really have any Myers Leonard get in. I didn't I didn't watch it all. Well, I didn't watch. So you're not, you didn't like study it? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I, beat writer, covers Illinois basketball. Hmm. Does he play for Illinois anymore? Back to Casey's questions. Is it a gas station with pizza or a pizza place with gas? Great question, Paul. I think it's a pizza place. No, excuse me. It's a gas station with pizza. Mm, I disagree. Well, see, I only have sort of shifted that way because in my travels to different states to cover college basketball, that's what I cover, beat writer for, um, I've seen some places that are maybe more restaurant with gas. I just, in that question, made me think of uh, a place called Sheets, that's with a Z, in... (laughs) In State College. Uh, I was there to cover you know, the game against Penn State uh, in February when I used to travel and go places. Um, they had, like, I mean, it was basically a food place, but then also they had two gas pumps. And the gas was cheap, so I stopped there. Okay. But Casey's, I mean, it's more, okay. well, it's a general store, even though if they take that off their new logo. Hey, we take non uh, uh, convenience store. Uh, questions as well. Fire them away to news at newsgazette.com. One from Gerhardt Beckler from the greater Chicago area. Wants to know, great question actually, uh, Brad Underwood, should he his team deliver as expected this year, will he be at Illinois next year? Will he pull a bill self? You know, once once you get good at Illinois, you're at top of the, right, you're the most wanted dude. If you if you do well at Illinois, it'll be interesting because I don't know that there's going to be many jobs that come open this year. Just like this past season, coaching carousel really never started to spin. Even if there were, you know, unlimited high major jobs open. Never say never, because Brad Underwood obviously left Oklahoma State after one season. But I think he's maybe found a place to stay. Hmm. What makes you say that, Scotty? It's everything he's said about being here. And, you know, you have to parse through every coach says things like that. But I think it's a fit for him at Illinois. He's obviously getting paid well. And there's only, I don't know, if you look nationally, maybe 10, 12 jobs that would pay him more. I mean, it's not all about money either. I think he likes the community. Obviously has other, I mean, he spent a lot of time in this state. He was an assistant coach at Western Illinois for, I think, nearly a decade. Not quite, but a long time so I think he sticks around all right and also I mean you talk about all these jobs the big jobs like most of those aren't going to come open anyway and the ones that will down the road I think there's suitors in line coach Underwood you have a call on line three from the Detroit Pistons 
is he answering? When you talk about jobs, you're forgetting the NBA, and he seems to be a guy that has that NBA demeanor. I think college coaches maybe view that college to the NBA jump with a little skepticism these days. John Beeline, terrific college coach, didn't last a full season with the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, obviously there are some coaches that have made that jump and it's worked. Brad Stevens, Butler to the Celtics. Billy Donovan went from Florida to the NBA, now coaches the Bulls. Pretty good hire. Um, but you obviously don't see a ton of college coaches even in the discussion when NBA jobs come open. I mean, Jay Wright, Villanova's coach was you know, mentioned, obviously, when the Sixers job came open. And then they went with Doc Rivers. I mean, NBA organizations are much more likely to just run back somebody else that you know didn't work in one place and try them again. I don't think the NBA is maybe a threat. Okay. That's all good news. Thank you, sir. Also, if the Detroit Pistons come calling. Don't say it. Don't say it. Maybe, maybe block that number. Wow. Wow. It's, it's, it's rough. Two words, Vinny Johnson. Okay. okay. How about maybe two words a lot of our listeners have heard before? It's not a good thing happening in Detroit right now. And they got this pretty brand new arena that just nobody goes to. And that was before they couldn't, wow. obviously. A lot of empty red seats at was it Papa John Arena? Little Caesars, get your pizza straight. Yeah. Not Casey's. I'll tell you that. All right, here's a a question from Mark Helfrick. Wasn't he the offensive coordinator for the Bears? If Illinois beats Wisconsin, it's a football question, but uh, I'll let you weigh in. Are they in the top 25? It seems everybody's losing already. Yeah, I mean, this would be the season where one game could vault you. One one big win could vault you. All right. the rankings. I mean, that's a question for no, don't, our, our don't. voter, Bob Osmussen. Well, I, I asked Bob, but he, he releases his new top 25 every Sunday. I was surprised Illinois wasn't in there because, you know, Bob's got kind of a reputation of being nice Well, I mean, to the home team. Yeah, he's got, obviously. Picks him to win every week. Which I don't. Right. Um. But seriously, if you beat Wisconsin, Number why not? Number 16 team, I could see them. They'll get votes. I don't know if they'd get enough to break into the top 25, mostly because kind of the national narrative around Illinois is still, I mean, I think everyone picked them to finish last in the Big Ten West. Okay. So I think it takes some time to maybe overcome that. Have you uh, received any uh, instruction on your basketball top 25 and when it might kick into gear? Funny you should ask because I did. Um at the end of this last week. Okay. So the top 25 ballot for the preseason will be due November 9th. Okay. My All-American preseason ballot will be due the 11th. Okay. And then we'll come out then I believe the week after that. So kind of a week before the season starts. Okay. Cool. Quick questions before you leave. Go take your daily nap can i i might need it it's been illinois will be what in your your preseason top 25 give me a just a number real quick 
Well, because I've done this, and I'm trying to think where I had them previously, because I don't think it's changed. Six? Okay. And on your AP All-American starting five, you're, you're to give five names, right? Um, I think just five. Yeah. You're going to ask me if I was going to be on it? Yeah. He might. What I have an answer is that? Well, because I haven't given that one as much thought. But, yes. With the caveat, I could have changed my mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think right now, because, I, I mean, obviously I've thought about this some, and, you know, in our college basketball extra, I've written right. about some of the top players in the country. Okay. I believe... Yeah, he'd be in there. Do me a favor, find out the last time Illinois had an All American uh, while you're while you're on that. And uh, preseason or uh, both preseason and how it wound up. D Brown, maybe I'm, I I can't think. Since then, yeah, it might be D. Yeah, which is it's been a long time, dog on it. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, he's a like in his third year as an assistant he's like coach. Old. He's like tearing it up in the Y right, the Y League right now. Yeah, if if I showed up to the Y and D Brown was on the other team I would just leave I'm pretty sure because you're not going to win true all right Scott Ritchie uh, can't wait to do this again next week we'll uh, we'll dive into the football game time we'll, uh, we'll maybe have a basketball schedule by then how about that I really hope so like I, I want to know who Illinois is playing just out of pure curiosity Okay, you can take the three pieces of Casey's uh, home with you. Uh, it's your treat. Yeah, that's a, that's made up three pieces of Casey's <laughs> for our listeners. <laughs> All right, see you guys next week.